Leading off with a big story of the day, here's The Drive. Here comes the rain, baby. D-Man, Kyle Reese, JJ chilling, Dante with, with the stash, our guy Drew, trying to figure out how he's going to barbecue this weekend when it's raining. Oh, no, he'll figure it out. He'll, he'll have a... Poncho. Nah, he'll have a boat drink on the deck at some point, I know. I'm going to the game tomorrow. Yeah, you're going to be home. with you? Yeah, I'm going to be with you at the game. Mm-hmm. Well, not not with you in the game, but I'll be at the game. Still need the are, are you inviting me to go to the game with you? Uh, no. No. No, because you're going to be up there with the muggles, you know, just doing whatever it is you're, you're just, just, you're just there. going in the game. Like, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, you know what? And, and, and You get free tickets or something? I did. Okay. <laughs> I know Mace will, but D-Mac, I want to hear your, uh, I want to hear your opinion on Monday. How is the media food for 2023 starting off? That's what I, I, I want to yeah. know. I, uh, I uh, officially don't care about any of that. I, I know Mace is obsessed with it. Kyle, you ever see Mace's, uh, he is obsessed with the press box food. I, I, I do not care. I, I, I am ridiculous grateful for, for you know. Billy uh, whatever. Well, easy. Well, you said you don't. <laughs> you, said, you, you said you didn't care. That, that implies you would just eat whatever they throw out yeah, there for you. You said last segment you could be ride with a dollar and a Chick Fil A uh-huh. coupon. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know. There's a common theme here. Eat whatever. I don't know. <laughs> if they start some leftovers from the Ed Sheeran concert, would you? Would you throw course, down tomorrow night? Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 two week old Ed Sheeran corn dogs. Fine. Oh, fine. <laughs> that smells all right. <laughs> Hey, look at those nachos left over from the Illenium concert. Nta, nta, nta. I'll take that. Just Ooh. break the mold off the end of the bread. I believe fun. that is a Taylor Swift <laughs> <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good with everything. I'm all right with everything. On the uh, total, on the Ramoslaw.com text line. Oh, people are angry. Angry, angry, angry people. Is it the weather? I don't know what's going on. Why are you if so you, angry? If you bench Russell, you have officially given up on the season. No way that's happening. Completely agree. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Uh, zero chance Russ gets benched this year unless they go get Trey Lance. They're not doing that. They're not mm-hmm. getting Trey Lance. They're they're done with trades. Here's a pretty good one. 0-17 and Russell still start every game. From the nine seven zero. Well, I mean uh, that would be game one the next year. I'm not sure about that, but if they're zero sixteen, line it up. That ain't happening, by the way. If anybody's concerned about that, zero seventeen. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be Kyle in every game, a lot of close games, and then we shall see. We shall see what it means to have a quarterback that could possibly go to the Hall of Fame. And a coach that's the highest paid coach and worth a first round draft pick. That's what we're going to see. That is exactly what we're fixing to find out. So you tell me in close games, and we did this a little bit yesterday. Do you believe in Russ? I believe in Russ because he can always have that linear thinking. All right. All right. Do you believe in Sean Payton? I believe in Sean Payton. Do you believe in VJ? Yeah, that's a t- <laughs> Hello. I think that's the tough one. Fly. You know what? Can, can I introduce one more variable? Just just answer that variable first. No, why, why, why do I do that? You got to go somewhere else? 
Uh, do I believe in VJ? E- yes. I, I why, believe, the, why the hesitation? Yeah. Um, because it's very much a proving, right? I didn't have a great tenure with the Broncos. The Arizona Cardinals defense hasn't wasn't great, right? So there, there's there's some prove it. They're still for me. The other variable I would say is the kicking game. Do you believe in that? Because that can be the edge in these closed games. I'm sure you're going to say that. Stole your thunder. I know. No, no, no. It's it's true. Maher is 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 hard to figure out here, dude. Because every day in practice, he is booming them, booming them. Can you imagine if you had that magic foot out there at Overland, somebody who just boom home those 40 to 45 yarders just time after time without thinking? What would that look like? Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. I'm thinking of the games we would have won. Thinking about it, can I make a kick from the two-yard line? <laughs> <laughs> it can be an adventure in high school. Yeah, man. I've, yeah. I've said it a million times. Special teams in the pros is a piece of cake. Yeah. Go coach up special teams in high school. Who, the, who, who knows what's going to happen there? That's where the real magic is. <laughs> that's, that's, you can get those guys. Anybody can coach the pros in special teams. Listen, <laughs> I'm always checking out soccer practice. Always. <laughs> Are you guys allowed to do that? Yes. Can, can they play both? Yes. I've had some guys come out and be stars, man. And, and I tell them, I say, look, all you have to do, right? You only have to practice. Just come be the hero on Friday, yeah. right? You'll live the weekend, man. You'll be on top of the world. You come back. We'll start all over. You know, in my they did not allow us to do that in our high school. Please, they did not. Nope. So I'm on them. I could have. I I know I was because I was a soccer guy. Look at me. I know (laughs) I could kick better than who we had kicking in our uh, football team. Man, but I I wasn't the best one. Our goalie was like a Division One level, you know, soccer player. Uh, He could make fifty yard field goals. In high school, I couldn't do that. Sign I could never do that. Sign well, up. he could, yeah, but they wouldn't let him be on the football team. So you know what happened? We we just go to the games, you know, soccer team. We just sit around and watch our team lose yeah, and, and, and clown and clown. You know the hard. Oh, that stinks. You know the hardest part about with the, having the soccer kids? What's that? Teach them how to put everything on. Yeah, oh, man, I mean, that's do a they tough thing to figure out? Do they need to wear all the stuff? Yeah, no, you have to. You have to. You have really? to be legally equipped. Uh, you got to see this documentary. The rules are, you know, meant to be <laughs> the hell with it. <laughs> good old BSI. All right, let's get to uh, Ryan Clark. Wondering if Sean Payne will be prepared to bench Russell Wilson. What, what is your expectation for Russell Wilson and his prospects this season? His first under Sean Payton. Yeah, if I think Mike T is right, if Russell Wilson doesn't have the sort of year that he was expected to have when he was acquired by the Denver Broncos, we could see Sean Payton go all Nino Brown and cancel that chick. He'll buy a new one. When you think about what Russell Wilson was supposed to be in elevating this team, at least in the AFC West, it was supposed to be on par with Justin Herbert, on par with the Patrick Mahomes. And we didn't see that. And Sean Payton isn't tied to Russell Wilson in any way. This isn't a Drew Brees, Sean Payton relationship where everything that they do is going to be in lockstep with one another. And so if Russell Wilson isn't getting the ball out of his hands, if Russell Wilson isn't playing on time, if he's not able to complete those footballs downfield and allow the Denver Broncos to not just be better than last year, but compete, we could see Jared Stidham. And now, I don't necessarily think it could be week one, oh, you don't have Tim Patrick 
You don't have Jerry Judy. The running game's not going well. Russell Wilson's on the bench, but he will be under scrutiny. Everything that he does will be evaluated, not just for today, but can Russell Wilson be the quarterback or the franchise guy with Sean Payton as the head coach? And every week will be an evaluation of that. Every day will be an interview. And if Russell Wilson doesn't pass, if Russell Wilson isn't playing great, that will be a discussion that we'll have here every Monday morning. Well, you guys might talk Someone's about lying it. To you. Yeah. They'll, they'll, no. you, they may talk about it as much as they want. You, they can scream at each other till they're blue in the face. It doesn't make any of what he said true. None of it. You know you can boil this down to one simple question. Does Russell Wilson give this team the best chance to win? He does, actually. And so he does. Th- and that's the end of the conversation. Yeah, I, I haven't seen at every single practice during training camp, every single one, on my bike for all of them, too. Just uh, I know Cecil climbed the Manitou incline, but I just want to, you know, gloss myself there as well. Every single one, not one day did I see, like, oh, my God, look how much Jarrett Stidham is better than Russell Wilson. In fact, really, there were days that was like, man, Ben DiNucci looks better than Jarrett Stidham. Yeah. But of all the opportunities that Stidham had to light it up and really be the man, it's not like he didn't have some good plays. But really, was there ever a time in training camp, day after day, rep after rep, that Stidham stood heads and shoulders above Russell Wilson? And, and the answer is no. Now, Kyle, was there a huge separation between Russell Wilson and Jared Stidham? Not really. <laughs> Not really. You, you, no, there wasn't. But you know what the separation is? The paycheck. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? There's a huge separation no there. Doubt about it. The zeros are a separate. Yeah, no doubt. So if you need you need something as a tiebreaker, you just go ahead and go to the bank. I, I don't know what it, what was what was the day, man? Dump on Russell Wilson Day on ESPN. I don't know what's going on, but these guys need to ask themselves the, the simple question. Out of all of the 17 games the Broncos play this season, what game does Jerry Stidham give them a better chance to win than Russell Wilson? Uh, Could not tell you. Could not tell you. Neither could they, by the way. And and Russell Wilson is running around. Boy, I'm, I'm kind of sticking up for Russ right here today, huh? You enjoying this? You enjoying this? I got you back here today, Russ. Because James Merrillat, he's the one enjoying it. Oh, I mean, you know, he's, I'm in lockstep, I suppose, but. Next thing you know, KJ's going to be sticking up for Sean Payton. Well, no, I don't know about that. Okay. I mean, he's got some issues there. Long way to go, happen. man. Did you know that? Long <laughs> way to go. <laughs> Setting him up on that one. Uh, anything could happen. I got, I got, where are you with Sean Payton? I don't know how you feel about Sean Payton. Uh, Jury's still out, but I, he's got the benefit of the doubt with me for sure. I mean, he comes in with the pedigree, comes in with the history and, um, and he's got a firm grip on things. I, I've enjoyed watching the way things have been run. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. I, I, I have to, I, I really have enjoyed the very logical approach. The only thing, I mean, we talked about yesterday, does Sean Payton know he stepped in the mud? And my, my argument was, you know, I think he walked out the door without his keys and didn't realize it was raining. Oops. And, <laughs> you know, that's how that happens, meaning yeah. he didn't re- quite realize the lack of depth on this team and what he was going to have to deal with. You know, you, you can look at things, and obviously he thought last year was a, a dumpster fire. He said so much to Jared Bell of USA Today. I mean, listen, he apologized for... I guess saying it, but he didn't apologize for what he said. Yeah, because it wasn't he wasn't lying about it. Or, or 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 maybe he did realize that there was a lack of depth, and like most teams, he realized is going to look way different in two years anyway. 
Well, yeah, there's always that. Like, I'm the magic man. I, I've yeah. got the confidence. Look at look at me. Now you say, wow, man, that's uh, narcissistic and this, that, the other thing. And I'd make the argument, well, how do you become a great coach at that level if you don't have an element of that in your personality? Yeah. I mean, there's got to be something in you that feels like I know best of these 30 coaches and 90 players and all the media and everything. I mean, it takes a certain load of confidence, Kyle. And, and have as you, a head coach, I mean, you've <laughs> got to have a certain concept of what you want, right? Or or the team's going to be lost, right? Right. And, and look, you apply for the job, right? You sold the dream; they bought it, <laughs> and so there's nothing to indicate that you you shouldn't believe in what it is that you're trying to sell to other people. And when you come in, you got a Super Bowl ring on your hand. They traded a first round pick for you, and they're paying you close to twenty million dollars a year. What? Why shouldn't Sean Payton be confident in what he's doing? He should be, and and I like what he's doing. <clears throat> I like how it's being executed. The one thing that caught me by surprise, and I think it caught him by surprise too, it was a little surprising just to see how much um, in better shape the Rams were than the Broncos. It was a little surprising in your own house that you guys were the one at altitude that were, that were getting worn down, not the uh, the beach bums from, from L.A. Running that, the heels. Um... You know, man, conditioning, and here's what I think it is. I think day one of the joint practice, Kyle, was all about what the Broncos wanted to do, and we saw seven-on-sevens and one-on-ones and pretty traditional stuff. And I'm guessing that the Rams, you know, dictated day two. And day two was like, stretch, let's play football. Yeah. And it was wild, man. I mean, it was so many reps. You know what you mentioned it earlier? Culture. That's the difference to me, right? When your best player is your hardest worker, and by all accounts, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald practices hard as well. Hell, he wasn't there this he, week because his wife, his wife is having a baby. So well, he can still set that culture. Well, right? yeah, and you got Sean McVay, who's this crazy, you know, Red Bull drinking, I think, charged up <laughs> wind up doll who does not stop. Yeah, and I think it just—it's not that Sean Payton is lazy by any stretch. I wouldn't say that at all, but. This Sean McVay cat is, you know. They're, they're juiced up. He's just different. And so you have a pace of practice with the Rams that is, it's it's just different. It's just, it just caught you by surprise. Yeah. So what does that tell you? Where is your team going to be in the fourth quarter? Where are they going to be? Yeah, well, it depends if it's close. But, you know, the, the pace and the team that's in the better shape, they typically went out. Is DMAC drinking the orange and blue flavor Kool-Aid today? Two and six, we will reload. Mm-mm. I guess it may rest with Russ's quarterback rating. If an average of 85 or less, he's out over. No, man. Listen, you're, well, I don't know what parameters you're, you're setting out there, but I'll give you some parameters. $40 million a year. Two first rounders, two second rounders. You know, Noah Fant, Drew Locke, a partridge in a pear tree. You've given up so much for Russell Wilson. <laughs> This is you're dying on that hill. Yeah, man. Like they can cut Ben DiNucci. I don't care. Cut him. You don't need to carry three quarterbacks. If if he gets picked up by somebody, you know, Good what? For him. Yeah, whatever. Frankly, if Russell Wilson goes down, if it really is awful, you, you wouldn't replace him with Jared Stidham. You'd let that boat sink to the bottom of the ocean. Right. I mean, if it's going south at two and six, now nah, you probably haven't thought of it this way. Because you're thinking, well, what can we do to save the season? Let me tell you, folks, if it's 2-6, and six, you're better off to be 2-15. and 15. I mean, if, if it's going that bad, right. let it go all the way. I mean, just go there. So there's no saving the season. 
it's either going to work with Russ or you're just going to sink to the bottom of the, the ocean with Russ. And, and Nobody is out there. There's no Jarrett Stidham signs out there like there were Tebow signs, Kyle, <laughs> when Orton was here. Yeah, the worst place to be in the NFL is in the middle, right? Because you can't acquire anything because you don't have the draft picks. You're not good enough to be in the playoffs. You're kind of you're kind of in NFL purgatory, right? So you're right. I, I'd say look, just let it let it sink all the way. Yeah, to the if bottom. it's gonna go, let yeah, it let go. It, let it burn. So man, you're two and twelve. Okay, uh, two and twelve. Where, where were you? Fourteen. Week fifteen. It's like, hey, Detroit, Russ, go. You know, next New England's in town. Russ, go for it. That's not going to be the case, though. Okay, that's not going to be KJ getting all depressed. That's not going to be the case. The Broncos are going to win games with Russell Wilson. They are. Hang are they in still going to find themselves in the middle, though? Are they still going to be in the middle of the pack? More than likely. We'll see. <laughs> because, because it's going to be close games. Uh. So you tell me. Does, does a, like a, an experienced quarterback, experienced coach, Man, when they lose a game because Maher misses like a 40-yard run, dude, that is going to kill me. That is going to kill me. Yeah. If they lose a game because Maher just cannot hit an extra point, and you probably won't have many extra points to try to hit, but if he, like, misses two extra points and and you lose by two. And you're having a conversation. I mean, are you kidding me? End of the game about what happened in the second quarter on a routine play. Because you realize, Kyle, man, they're going to score like 20 points. Whatever, 20.6, 20.5. They're going to score 20 points something. Sadly, that's an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> all right, a little bit more. We go with uh, Colin Cowherd. Whiffing on a first-round pick happens all the time. Getting aggressive, moving up for a quarterback that doesn't work. That happens all the time. How you get a franchise quarterback is not that relevant. That you get a franchise quarterback is really relevant, or the coach and GM lose their jobs. Pete Carroll's a legend. Before he landed Russell Wilson, they gave Matt Flynn a three-year deal with a chance to make $26 million. He threw nine passes. They traded a second-round pick for Charlie Whitehurst. He never played. Then they landed Russell Wilson. Matt Flynn and Charlie Whitehurst disappear into the ether. They found their franchise quarterback. Yeah, it's easier said than done, my friends. I hate this conversation. Go for it. I hate it. Why? Well, because, like you said, it's easier said than, said than done. The Chiefs have their all-time best franchise quarterback. Who was their franchise quarterback before him? The Chiefs? It was Alex Smith. Before Mahomes? Right. Yeah, but, but I know that. But but he's not a Hall of Fame. He's not a, he's no, not he's, a he's franchise in a, He's guy. in the Hall of Very Good. A Hall of Very Good, yeah. right? Yeah. And they've been playing football for 60 years. Yeah. Right? These guys come along once every quarter century. It's, it's not like these guys are just, it's not for lack of trying in terms of acquiring a franchise quarterback. I hate this conversation because you just, they make it sound so easy. Oh, you just pick one. There's, he, he's over there. He's on the street. He's on the bus stop, as a matter of fact. Just pick him up. Well, the the question is, what's the best way to try to get one? Knowing keep shooting. Knowing, <laughs> knowing that failure is uh, likely seventy percent of the time. It's going to happen. But the crazy part is, like, it doesn't get better as the draft goes along. It doesn't improve. It's hard to find these guys. That's why when you find one, you pay him so much money, and that's where it's going. That's how difficult it is. But you got to keep trying one way or the other. Hey, Jaron Stidham. It's not Ben DiNucci. 
Listen, man, the best chance you got right now is with Russell Wilson, okay? Here we are. Training camp is over. I hope Russell Wilson does not play tomorrow. Kyle, I don't think he needs to play tomorrow. They got in 120, not Rustin, but the team got in 120 reps over two days. On Thursday, Kyle, it was like watching a real football game. Hmm. There was a first half. There was a timeout where we, you know, pretended that we cared about special teams. And then there was a second half filled with reps. It, it was as productive and as effective as you can possibly imagine for the offense and the defense. You got your work in. The hay is in the barn. It's just time to dial in about the Raiders. This game, this sloppy game that Drew's going to. Holy cow, man, really? Free tickets will do that to you. But this sloppy <laughs> game on Saturday night, and you all want to see a, a, a brand-new scoreboard? That's out there for you. They were giving tours today from, from all understanding. And by the way... If I really wanted free food, why, why didn't I go today to the tour? Uh, uh, what am I missing? Why are you bringing up old stuff? I'm hearing Jake Shapiro <laughs> talking about the Broncos are serving them up cocktails like at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. The stadium looks, from all, from all accounts, spectacular. They're ready to show off the scoreboard. They're ready to have people in for a football game. Tomorrow night should be relatively fun, except the weather is going to be this I mean, you, you, I mean, you want to sit in this? They got it all shined up for you, Drew. You excited? Yeah, where, where are you sitting, Drew, for, for uh, your free tickets? <clears throat> where, where are you at? I'm in a suite. Oh. oh. You see this? Uh, oh. That's why he's going. Yeah. That, that, that's the reason I'm going. Oh, I would yeah. go, too, if I was going. in a suite. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not going to go. You're in a suite? I'm in a suite. Got your oh. own potty, even, yeah. man. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, so it'll be fine. Okay. Man of the people. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Otherwise, I wouldn't be going because it's you got a parking spot game too? number three. You got no, a parking pass probably, I'll probably take the train down. Okay. Yeah. Hey, wait, wait. You going by yourself? No. Going with some friends. Going with some friends? Going with some friends. The sweet owners. Yeah. <laughs> the sweet owners? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Not not the wife. No, not the wife. Wife, wife oh. stay home with the kid. Okay. Oh, look at this. Yeah. yeah. Look so, at Brewski. Little, little dad night out. Brewski yeah. with the Brewski. Yeah. Okay. Several. In the, the sweet ski. I'm going to scroll your LinkedIn to find out who you know that got money. There you go. <laughs> okay. Who are you, who are you rolling with? Uh, Interesting. Not me, man. I'd be I'd be up in the 500s. Why are you holding out information on us, though? Like, we're trying to figure out what is the draw to this game, and now you tell us. Oh, now we got it. it. Wait, almost takes till 3.30 for you to tell Here's us. Here's what Drew's saying. Drew's like, I'm going to a bar in downtown Denver. Basically, yeah. Just yeah. so yeah. happens there's going to be a football game out yeah, there. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I'm gumming a sweet... The real fans are gonna be slugging it out, wearing their you know their Carhartts and their 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 duck hunting gear. Do you think quite literally slugging it out? Oh, I don't know if it's a Niners game. That was something Ooh, else. Oh, I mean, season games they get a little a little rowdier. They get a little rowdy. The oh. beer's not cheaper. I wonder what the how's that happen? They sneak them in. Oh no, I don't know what they do. I have, I have no idea how that happens. But Beer enjoy must. your time if you're going there tomorrow night. What are you hoping to see? Uh, yeah, man, I'm defending Russ here. Dan Orlovsky at least had positive things to say. Go. I mean, hearing that is shocking. That in within two years, Mike T wouldn't be surprised if he's benched. Because if you bench him, you're basically signifying we're going in a different direction. We're going somewhere else. I agree with the whole accountability aspect. But to think that it's going to get so bad again that Sean Payton's going to go, 
don't care. We're going to bench him and put Jared. I'm not there, Mike T. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying this guy's going to win MVP but, this year, but I think it's going to be a big improvement. Okay, there you go. Some positive force. There is a, um, a crazy picture of Val Nachushkin, and I'm dying to get everybody's feedback and what you think about it. It's, um, boy, if you forgot the whole Val story, oh, man, it's a sordid, uh, sordid tale. And now he's popping back up on social media. And I think a pretty compromising photo. Details about that next. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents The Drive. One, two, three into the floor. One, two, three into the phone. Snoop Doggy Dog. On the uh, Ramazla.com text line, Drew, you're getting an invite. Drew can come by our tailgate. Look for 100 flags. Okay. I don't know if Drew's going to be out with the regular people tailgating with those great uh, luxury, you know, yeah, sweets. Especially if the weather's crummy. Quit trying trying to tell us that a new scoreboard makes Mile High something special. Man, what is wrong with people today? I don't know, man. Mike is, is, is just doing wrong? his job. Goodness. It's yeah. the weather, man. Apparently having the richest owner means they are only planning to put lipstick on the pig that is mile high. Man, what is what? I hear people all the time talk about how bad of a stadium it is. And I mean, I don't think it's that based bad. On, based on what? I don't, I don't know. I think it's I think it's fine. It's people that haven't traveled. Yeah, yeah. right. Or or yeah. or, or are you so mad at the area that you're projecting it onto the stadium and saying that all together is lumped together that is bad? No, they, they, they've never seen like Oakland Coliseum, right? Right. They they haven't been Detroit. <laughs> it's, it's oh, I don't know. Fort Field's probably pretty pretty cool stadium, right? I, have you been to Detroit? Well, that's a good point. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. What are you saying about Detroit? You have you been there? I have. It okay. Sucks. All right. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. They, they uh, you just got to get out and see a few things. All right. Um, Spice of life. Val Nachushkin. Yeah. Okay. Seeing a little too much. Trying to figure out. So for whatever reason, and, and maybe you guys help me if I'm if I'm missing something. He's got like, uh, I don't know, looks like a forerunner, some sort of escalady type of, you know, black SUV Souped sort of vehicle. up something, mm-hmm. yeah. He's sitting there. He's in, he's in sweatpants. <laughs> it's a strange look. So he's got like a. I would assume he's hammered. <laughs> he looked a little glossy, doesn't he? Well, I'm not sure, Kyle. I, I am, as, as VJ said, I am not a, uh, I am not a doctor. Okay, but I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I gotta say it like VJ. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> he's standing there and uh, he's got sweatpants on. Uh, hey, Drew, no socks. You're, you're the type of guy. <laughs> he's got his shirt, which is looks like a jean. Sort of shirt. He's got two it's out of like hood. like out of seven buttons. He's got two buttoned. He's got some um, some some hardware hanging off his neck. He's got his Stanley Cup ring like in a fist. Guys, is it is it an AK? Do we know the exact type of gun that he's holding there, or or, or are we are we just sort it's of lo- it kind of looks like it? Yeah. All right. And we're assuming this is in Russia, although there's, there's nothing specific to indicate that. It's in I hope so. I hope he's not in an American street with the AK. Like so here that. he is posing Ugh. next to a car at night mm. in sweatpants, with the, with the chest hairs flying, tattoos showing, semi glossy in the face, with some sort of automatic weapon. Don't forget the championship ring. Oh. Huh? 
What is the point of this picture? I'm a badass. What else? Can, what else can it say? I, I don't know. Okay, what's the difference between this and John Morant? Nothing. Uh, the strip club was a was a bad look. Okay, right. So that's it's the a, thing. It's a weapon in a public place. Yep, that's bad. It's bad. This is this is really hard to parse out because there's going to be that that's question. That's the one that's going to be asked. All right. Are you going to come down in on him the same way that you did on John Morant? Well, I don't know. I'm asking the question. What's the difference? Uh, is there a difference or is there not a difference? Yeah. It, it's a bad look for both franchises. Is he representing the Colorado Avalanche with the ring? Well, right? It sure are, looks yeah, like it. Are, are they tagged in the photo? Now, if you forget what happened with Val, Val in the first round of the playoffs in game three um, had a woman who said that her – uh, passport was taken by a strange man. She didn't want to be there. She was out of it so much that Val had to call an equipment guy from the team. That equipment guy called the doctor. That doctor tried to get the woman into a car. They couldn't get her into a car. She was, like, incoherent and had to be taken away in an ambulance. All sorts of stuff were up in that room, and then Val was just gone, gone, escorted by team security to parts unknown. We have no idea not to return for the rest of the series in which the defending champ, Colorado Avalanche, in a injury-fatigued season, as they did the best they could winning the Central Division. For example, Georgiev had to play back-to-back nights, one game in Colorado, the next night in Nashville, to try to hang on by a thread to get home ice advantage. That consequently meant nothing, as the Avalanche would lose 2-1 to to Seattle, embarrassingly. And Val Nachushka was nowhere to be found. So he's resurfacing now, what, months later, holding a gun next to a car with uh, the Stanley Cup ring on his hand. Okay. How are we feeling about that? We we good with this? That's cool? He looks like a badass, like you said? Is that that, that where we're going? I I don't know what other kind of statement he could be making. Or is this a guy that the Avalanche just need to, like, I don't know, suck it up and move on from? Uh, but. I'm sorry, dude. Like, what are you representing right there in that photo? What what is, what is the message with that photo? You'd be able to answer this question better than me. But the the NHL, mm-hmm. right? Uh, how what's their stance? Are they going to intervene and have some type of comment or punishment for this? They they try to stay out of things like this, right? The NHL is keeps a tight lip on everything. the The Avalanche, aside from saying Val's dealing with a personal issue have really not made no comments on Val and everything. They still to this day, they really haven't Bednar hasn't said anything beyond, you know, uh, you know, he's not here with us and he's, you know, I mean very generic sort of comments. And the league the league came out and said there was there's no investigation. There's 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 nothing. Like that whatever happened in Seattle is is done. It's over with. Everybody's moving on. Yeah, silence yeah. in Seattle. Yeah. So what 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 exactly happened when Val left? Where did he go? What was going on? What happened? Why wasn't he available for the rest of that series? Would he have been available had the Avs won game seven? I mean, what is the deal with this dude? And now on Instagram, you're popping up with photos? I'll tack on are some of the things that he's involved with right now still were some of those things. Was he involved with some of those things 
during the incident. To me, this is whether or not it's legal to have a gun and have yeah. a picture taken with yourself and a gun is a moot point. I don't care if it's legal or not. It's a bad look. And it puts your club, the Avalanche, in a weird position to defend you, a guy that let you down. I don't know how else to put that, but his behavior certainly wasn't getting uh, eight hours of sleep, ready for the morning skate, here we go. His his behavior was off the charts terrible. <laughs> she didn't sound like she got there at uh, at 9.30. No. <laughs> it wasn't that kind of party. No, he, and I'll tell you this about Val Nachushkin. One of the harder-working guys I've ever seen. Always at the morning skates. Always doing some sort of, always, always, always. He loves like, hockey. Uh, loves hockey. And his work ethic is, you know, it's one of the more endearing things about him. Which is why he's a valuable member to the team. And so that's why I ask you specifically, like, okay, is the NHL a bottom-line business like the NFL, which allowed guys like Greg Hardy back in it? Are they a bottom-line business that says, Okay, it's not illegal for you to have the weapon. You took the picture. It was in poor taste, but you put butts in seats. You help your team win, and let's move on. Yeah, if player, I don't even want to say a specific player because I don't want to badmouth anybody unnecessarily. If player X on the Nuggets was photographed in that same social media post, what happens to that player from the NBA? What happens to that player? Suspended. Sure. And depending on who it is, they'll be cut by the Nuggets. But the precedent is already set for that, right? John Moran helped us with that. You, you can't go any less than suspending them for eight games. There's a difference between is it legal and are you glorifying something that is just a bad image for the league? It's just a different thing, man. Hey, in a league that cares about their image. Mm. They should. To your point, are we looking at potentially the – most uncomfortable press conference coming out of an offseason for a player in Denver sports history? Well, I don't know if you'd even be part of one. Who knows? I don't think there will even be a press conference other than, you know, Joe Sack and Chris McFarland welcoming the media. A bunch of questions. Just like, yeah, no comment. We've we moved on. In be general, it. They, they, in general, when things get going here in about a month, in general, they have kind of an open session where you can kind of go around, and the guys are usually, they do their strength or conditioning test or something. I don't know. There's sort of a check-in sort of thing where you can grab dudes. At least that's been the way it's been in the past. I I, I just, I, I, I feel. No, nope, I'm disappointed. I'm go. disappointed in Val for making this decision. I think he let his teammates down who worked so hard. You should have seen Kale McCarr, man, after game seven. Kyle, he could not move. And it goes back to that famous photo of Ryan O'Reilly when they lost in Game 7 in Minnesota years and years ago where you're in your uniform, in your skates, your head is hung low, and Kale McCarr was so spent, so emotionally drained, he couldn't take off his gear for like a half hour in the, the, the Avs locker room after they lost Game 7 this well, year. Well, think about it. He had to deal with his own injury last year, and they carried the team. He and McKinnon. Right, that they were the reason that they were in that position well, in Meek, the first place. Meek, you gotta give Miko Rand a lot of credit, no too. doubt. But no yeah, doubt. I mean, what does it say to these guys who put so much on the line? And you know, the Avs they did have a great team, and they didn't repeat. And not only did they not repeat, they didn't even get close. A- and they lost several games at home, not yeah. just one. Yeah, did they lose three games at home. I think they yeah, did. Right, they, did. they were out yep. physical by the Kraken, uh, no doubt about it. And one of your better physical players. 
is Val Nachushkin. Now, if you look what they've done now in the offseason, holy cow, they've just got bigger and bigger and bigger. They, they have told you we need to be bigger and more physical. They, they, they in no uncertain on a new terms. identity. But can you just move yeah. on with, without Val and just, you know, I don't know what it would cost them financially. Let's say they yeah. keep him, though. And I'll go to you, Coach, on this one. When you got a guy whose personal life starts to affect the locker room, how do you get the bro code back on track? Well, but that's the thing, right? The good teams are player-led, right? So it might take one of those good Nate McKinnon cuss-outs, right? And I don't know if they – I don't know how they do that, if there's a go-between there. But you know Nate McKinnon holds those guys in the locker room to a higher standard. And so it's got to come from there because if it comes from the top, it's going to be – you know, very blanket statements, very vanilla. But I think Nate McKinnon would give give him the real. How serious is Val about coming back when he's he's having moments like this? It doesn't feel very serious at all. I agree. Um, okay, there you go, man. Uh, so talk about something out of left field, but wild photo if you haven't seen it. Mike Kliss, well, he's just wild. Period. He preps us for what we should expect tomorrow night. That's next. It's The Drive on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Got our guy Mike Kliss from 9 News joins us on this soggy Friday. Mike, I hope you're staying dry. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, yeah. I'm actually uh, loving this weather after that heat spell we had. I know. Do you do you use an umbrella as you hobnob the mean streets of Golden, or do you just uh, go with a rusty old uh, newspaper above your head? How, how do you how do you work that? No, they got they got roofs now at uh, you know Ace High sprung a leak. Uh, with, there's a big uh, storm. What was it that hit the area about two months ago? Mm-hmm. And the Ace High sprung a leak. So. Uh, the whole Friday night gang had to disperse. Oh my God! To, to other establishments, but it it just reopened, so all is good. Well, I'm glad the streets of Golden are safe for perusal on this fine Friday night. Enjoy yourselves and be safe, Mike Kliss. What should we expect because of this weather for the starters, or any starters, or does this not make a difference? Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I guess there's a chance of storms tomorrow too. Uh, yeah, and, so, uh, this is supposedly. How it's going to look for the next 48 hours, right here. Yeah, so, you know, I would think that would, if there was, a, you know, if Sean Payton was on the fence about a couple guys playing, um, you know, uh, especially the skill positions, you know, maybe up front, the uh, the big heavies, they like this kind of weather. Uh, you know, if he was planning on playing the offensive line, which, you know, he would – you know, he's thinking about for, I think, a series with some of his starters. Hey. And, um, but, I, you know, they're still going to play four quarters. <laughs> right. And so if they do that, you know, he doesn't want his second stringers playing the whole game either. So he wants to, he wants some starters. I don't think Russ will be one of them, but he wants uh, some starters to play to take up some snaps so that the second stringers don't have to play, you know, what would be 45 to 50 snaps. So, We'll see. There's not going to be a whole lot of starters in this third game, though, for a couple of reasons. One, you had uh, they just played yesterday, right? They just had mm-hmm. a full, you know, game like uh, scrimmage yesterday, and that's only two days, you know, forty eight hours of rest. And then um, 
you know, two, you got to evaluate the the rest of the roster. So I don't think those guys, you know, if they play five to ten plays, that's max. Um, but I would say maybe half the starters, not even, will be out there. Hey, Mike Kyle here. Uh, you talked about guys on the fence. Who needs to play in this game? You know, I don't know. I just uh, did a projection of the 53-man roster, and I think it's uh, – I think they're, they, you know, like they always say, there's three or four spots that are still available. What's going on this year is they have so many players, especially on defense and now Judy on offense, so many players that have these short-term injuries that they either have to carry for a week or two into the season or, you know, uh, kind of finagle things. So, um, you know, they're brought back, they're, they're put on IR the day after the 53-man roster is set, so they're not done for the year. If you're on IR before the season, you're done for the year. If you're on IR a day after the setting of the 53-man roster, then you're on IR for only four games. So, you know, with guys like Kwan Williams, I think might be a candidate for that. P.J. Locke might be a candidate for that. I think Riley Moss might be back sooner okay. than, you know, four weeks. So maybe he avoids that, but you have to carry him for a game or two. Um, I'll tell you the one guy who I think uh, probably has the most pressure on him for this final game is Brett uh, uh, Maurer, you know, the, um, mm-hmm. the kicker, mm-hmm. where he um, it's him against the field. And if he kicks like he did against Arizona in game one, they're looking at the field, the guys that are going to be cut, you know, and on the waiver wire here in a couple of days. If he kicks like he did against San Francisco, then I think he will have uh, earned the job. Mike, stadium tour today. Give us your fun feature of the stadium tour. What did you like the most? Well, uh, I'll keep it, um, you know, I won't overlook the obvious, and that, that video scoreboard is something else. It, it looks, you know, I'm looking at your uh, tweet right now about it. It's so yeah. big, it, it almost looks fake. Like, like I'm watching your tweet of it. It almost looks like it's superimposed, like it's it doesn't really exist. And it also looks like it just hangs in the air because they have video resolution to go from corner to corner, side to side, like the entire board. Yeah, it's yeah. The resolution or whatever you call that stuff is uh, is high tech. I mean, it is it is nice. It's as good as any as your, you know, big screen TV in your living room. And um you know, it's uh, they say it's the tallest board, not the biggest all uh, you know square footage, but the tallest board in North America, which includes Canada, United States, and Mexico. So um, you have that going for it, and it does it does kind of kind of fill up the stadium. You know, it, you know how that big overhang uh, video board at the at Jerry's World in yeah, Dallas. Yeah, um, you yeah. know. You're just mesmerized by it. This, this new video board, you're mesmerized by it. It's what you look at. And so um, it'll take a while for fans to adjust, you know, uh, looking at the field, looking at the game, and looking at that uh, scoreboard. I do like what they did on the retired numbers, that new signage. Yeah, that cleans it up. That's that's good. It was yeah, it was weird with the manning Trapuca sort of deal. That's way more simple. Yeah. They just retired the number. That's it. You got it. Yeah, Trapuca gets it. And um, – and so then, uh, you know, and every, you know, and at least for another, what, 50 years, I think uh, people, Bronco fans will know that Peyton Manning also wore 18 for four <laughs> years here. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, uh, uh, you know, the concourses are nice. The uh, concessions are really, you know, they're they're pretty nice. You know, the whole you get in and out of those things uh, compared to waiting in lines. Uh, you just don't wait in line like you used to. I think it's I think it's going to be fan friendly. So we're gonna, we're going to rip all this down in eight years, Mike, for a new stadium. Is that right? You know, I asked Imani Leach that. I said, yeah. you know, you. You, you put in a hundred million, uh, you're going to be here a while, right? Right. And you know, he he came back with, you know, there are two separate trains here, two separate tracks. <laughs> there's the uh, making this stadium as nice as possible as long as they're there, and there's the research going on and the decision making going on with the new stadium. Yeah, I wonder. You know, I don't know what they're going to do. I think there's going to be a new stadium. In 2031, when this lease is up, uh, that's a guess. I'll bet you. I'll bet. I'll bet you. I know. I'll bet you a thirst quencher. A thirst quencher at Aces, but that is not the case. I'll uh, I'll put it on the line with you, Mike. We'll settle that bet in 2031. Yeah, Yeah, uh, make sure it's happy hour. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Listen, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying Uh, to insult the ownership group. They've done an incredible job. They have spent a lot of money in capital improvement. That is awesome. I just don't know why you would do all of this to just rip it down in eight years. That makes no sense to me. I don't think they need need to do it. I do understand that. I guess guess I'm kind of thinking that not only they put the renovations in the stadium, but, um, I mean, what, last year for one game, they resotted the turf for 200 grand? Yeah, good for them. Um, this 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 off season in free agency, they spent more than any other team by about forty percent more than the second most team. Right. I mean, it just seems like they got the money to burn. You know. Uh, I guess, uh, but they've already made it plain that they're going to expand the facility at Dove Valley too. They have. They've made that clear yep. as well, which is good. Yes. Listen, I think the ownership group is doing a, a great job. It just seems yep. like why create issues when you don't need to. I mean, there's many more things you can do to spruce up the area around in Power Field. You can build just like uh, McGregor Square, Mike. You can build yeah. buildings and facilities and parking garages. You know, there's other things you can do with the footprint you have. But that's for another conversation. Well, I agree with that. Aren't you? Haven't you swung on that? On your opinion, there. Uh, it seemed like a little while ago, Dmac, a few months ago, anyway. You thought the whole blueprint pr- uh, plans for around that stadium, uh, you know, were 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 fake. You know, to just rip them up and go, go build a new one. And now, now you're coming around to stay and put, which is, um, you know, I'm all for stay and put too. I know when the uh, uh, when that sales tax was in 1998, November in 1998. I think. Uh, I was a voter on that. I can't remember, but I think I might have extended it for the new stadium. That was extending the course field tax. And, um, it, you know, at, at the time, it seemed like it was it made sense to have it for more than 30 years. So 50 years would be, you know, what, what I expect out of a stadium. Yeah. But I don't know. You know, this is, this is a, uh, this is an ownership that wants everything first class. I get it. I get and it. And they all they just strike me as they want their own brand new palace. Okay. All right. Well, listen. Off. I'll you. I'll be buying you that uh that 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 thirst quencher at Aces then in 2031, Mike, and uh, we'll catch up with you this soon. Thank you, Mike. Mike, listen. Nine News Football at Four is next.